Alright. Oh, my seltzer. <laughs> you are. You are listening to All the Fucks, a mostly daily podcast where my friend. Lily and Bustle. Tells a fucking bizarre current pop culture story to me, Jen Ponton, that I have never heard before. Yay! <laughs> so this is this is something that probably most people have never heard before. And a I'm lot so of this excited. is some super, super niche stuff. And I have to tell you, I don't remember who it was. But someone actually offered to buy this information off of me one time. Mm. And now I'm just going to give it away for free. Mm. Um, because I don't know what the hell that person was up to. Well, hey, if they creepy. wanted to write a script, well, Lillian, now we can. Now this is our pre-existing IP. <laughs> oh, no, I think that it, I think it had specifically to do with, like, um, some kind of data thing, like... It was less about like let's write a story about this, and more like oh, I that's actually valuable information that I want to know all this weird niche stuff about people. Interesting. Yeah, I met. I don't know if you know this, but I've met a lot of weird people. Um, I God bless. How do people just wander through the world being boring? I couldn't be boring if I tried. I know you couldn't. It's why you're one of my favorite people on on earth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so today's story. It's about uh, a spunky little startup called meetup.com. Yes, 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 yes. And I worked there a number, a number of years ago. Um, I So they were bought out recently by WeWork, and then somebody bought them back. I don't know exactly what happened, um, but they were unrequi- uh, unacquired somehow. <laughs> but this was back um, right between – so Jen and I worked together at Lush, and I left Lush – I was at Lush thinking that I don't that I would never really have a real job again because I was really trying to audition and I was really trying to do theater stuff. And then I just got so burnt out like doing so much retail for so little money that I wasn't going to auditions. Like right. If I'm around bath bombs until one o'clock in the morning and then I'm getting home at two, mm-hmm. I'm not my voice isn't gonna be Yeah, you're not like, gonna show up at fucking Shetler Studios no. at six in the morning. Uh huh. No. Uh-huh. Shutter Studios is closing. Did you hear? I know. I, I know. Did. It's sad. Um, so I was like, hell with this. You know, I'm I'm gonna. I don't remember if that's when I quit Equity or not, but I I kept SAG after, and I was like, yeah, it was when I quit Equity, and I was like, I'm gonna get a corporate job, and I'm I know. I've heard about meetup.com. It's a place where people can go to join clubs and to find like-minded people. And that is totally everything that I'm about for my like entire life ever. And this is a perfect fit. And I had so much confidence. Like I walked in there and I was like, I'm going to get hired. That's not entirely true. I was still very scared and worried about working in a corporate environment. And at the time still worried about being the fattest person in a room, which I got to tell you. Valid. I get to Talking think about valid. so many things. In my life, now that I don't worry about that anymore. And I literally don't worry about it anymore. Mm -hmm. I can walk into a room of very tiny ballerinas and not think for a hot second about it. And that is amazing. Oh, that is amazing. Yeah. I mean, it comes up every so often, but it's not like I walk in a room and look around. Because that's how it always was before then. Right, right. Also, now you get paid to be totally different. 
and exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Every time I get on stage, it's like a validation of the fact that I am valuable because I am unique. So yeah, yeah, hooray, hooray. Uh, mm. Okay, so while I was working at Meetup, one of the things that I had to do. So the concept is, if you're an organizer, and and I encourage it, go look at go look on Meetup.com. Like they're 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 still doing good things. I I left because I had had a bunch of reasons to leave, just like anybody leaves any place. Um, but uh, they're a normal job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Some things are boring and suck. Some things are lovely. Yes. Um, And I don't know what the model is right now. But when I was there, if you were an organizer, you were the one who paid the dues. So let's say I wanted to start like um, a Manhattan knitting and baking club. Who wouldn't want that? So I'm like clickety clack. I sign up for a whole year because that gets me the cheapest per month price. And then I put a bunch of keywords in and then I'm like, I'm Lillian Bustle. I like to bake. And also I like to do this other crap and I want to meet people who want to do that with me. Here's our first meetup. I've already got it planned. It's going to be at my house, which is a bad idea because you're strangers, but I don't know any better. So that's what I'm going to do. And, (laughs) and then, um, once you click submit, then someone like me who was on the community team would take a look at that. And basically if it was flagged, if it had any red, we were, we were the flaggers. There were some things that would get automatically pushed through to be like, hey, look at this. This looks not meetup-y. Um, the the mm-hmm. idea was to have things on the platform that were um, promoting genuine community, fostering actual in-person meetups, nothing virtual. Anything virtual got shut down. Like if it was online only, well, it didn't count. It had to be in-person. And then after that, it couldn't exist specifically to sell a product or a service although that was a little dicey because like you could do classes through it so it was it was it was up to our discretion like unless it was flagged specifically for something that got put into the suspicious queue our eyeballs were going over them our eyeballs our eyeballs (laughs) later on the podcast um so uh, however, when I was promoted, I was the one who, if the everyday community team was like, oh, this looks weird, or like, I just simply don't know what this is, so I don't know if this group about being an ecosexual is dicey, or if it's just something people talk about. It sounds weird to me because sexual isn't it? Like, then it would mm-hmm. come to, then it come to me and my friend Lisa. <laughs> oh my God, you audited them. I did. Oh. It was the best. <laughs> So, so what I have today is a list of everything when I was going through that suspicious queue. This is not all weird. A lot of it is weird. And by weird, I mean unusual and unfamiliar and not necessarily yucking any of these yums. Yes, totally. I'll let you right. know when I'm yucking them. Don't you worry. Sure. But things where I was like, what? <laughs> like, uh, oh God, so can excited. I see? I'm so excited. Can I see my editing... Do you know how how I see my editing? Um, oh well, the last edit was August twenty second, twenty thirteen. So this is all stuff that I learned before twenty thirteen. So it probably started in twenty eleven. Mm-hmm. So um, some of these things might be more common place now, like bronies. Bronies was the first what for me oh, at sure. meter. And um, sure, the brony, sure. the first brony convention, which I believe was in Secaucus, was. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> by the time I, I was working there, it happened before I started working there, but it was to that date, the biggest single meetup that had ever happened. Like they were doing smaller ones, smaller ones, smaller ones. And then they organized a big one under this group. So kind of cheating because it wasn't the same people over and over again that all came to this big meetup, but whatever. Um, mm -hmm. bronies are grown ass people who like my little pony friendship is magic and I'm all for it. When I was there, I was like, this is a little bit weird. If you want to see the darker side of it, if you go to a Reddit that's called clop, uh -oh. <laughs> I don't even want to tell you what's there. You should go find it. I, I have like eight guesses and I'm sure that they're, accurate. they're all probably right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Sure. Um, that was also like uh, this, and this was in like the first couple of weeks when people were like, "You're gonna see some real niche stuff here. Like, keep your eyes open, keep your mind open." Um, uh, furries. I uh, I didn't realize that people were so into specific breeds of dogs. Like, I didn't realize how rabid people were ha huh, about corgis, like people and pugs. I I knew people were into stuff, but I didn't know people would want to sit around and talk about how much they like their dogs. Like, <laughs> I didn't know that that was a hot ticket, but apparently it is. Yeah, no judging, but. No, no, no. Yeah. So, we're going to go back to like, um, I don't know, 2009, 10-ish, because I can't be bothered to look at my resume and find out when I actually worked there. Um, the first entry here. Should I go all the way to the bottom and work back up? Started at the bottom now. I'm live gonna, your baby life. I am going to live my baby life right out loud. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> this sounds right. So this person referred to themselves as a solepreneur, which is like an entrepreneur, but someone who praise for your soul perhaps uh oh <laughs> okay. um that was the first thing that i wrote down and that was for a uh, a meetup group called speaking hearts talking drums and whispering hides which i'm not oh, sure what boy, that oh boy oh boy but it sounds like <laughs> some white people shit <laughs> it absolutely sounds like some real fresh white nonsense <laughs> Oh, there's plenty of caucasity in here. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. I also should mention that the demographic for Meetup uh, at the time skewed far older than any other social media platform, at least that was a regularly used popular social media platform at the time. Right. So anything like, I mean, obviously MySpace never caught on with the olds ever. No. Um, and then it was gone before it could have a chance to. And then like everything... Even Facebook was still much of a younger platform. Mm. And our or our users, I think the median was like 45, 40, 45. So it was definitely mm. like people, generally people between like 30 and 60. But there were lots of AIRP groups and there were lots of young moms groups. Um, but just to give you an idea, like it's definitely, you'll see a lot of, oh, I'm having a midlife crisis <laughs> What do I do now? Um, okay. <clears throat> Would you like to go to a tantric whale song retreat? Yes. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Uh, so I have it's to kind assume, of innately sexual. Yeah, that's what I thought too. So I have to assume that this retreat was for people and not for whales. <laughs> but assuming that there was some sort of like 
slow hippie genital massage with, with whale song involved. <laughs> Um, oh my god, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this next one, let's see. There's um a sport called I want to say chookball, T C H O U K ball. Um and this was being um uh proposed by a Korean nativist tradition temple. Um was hosting a chookball sport which was Chukball is an indoor team sport developed in the 1970s by Swiss biologist Dr. Herman Brandt. I'm just going to pause there because this this feels clearly like it's going to be another sex thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that I can see. Interestingly enough, Dr. Brandt was concerned about the number of injuries in sports at the time. And as part of an educational study, he wanted to create a sport that reduced injuries, was not aggressive between players, and enabled peoples of all shapes, sizes, genders, cultures, and backgrounds to play together. Isn't that lovely? Um, and you you bounce a ball off of, like, a trampoline. Anyway. T-C-H. I'm reserving my joy for thinking whether or not it's lovely. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like there's some information being withheld. <laughs> There's no, there's not going to be a punchline to all of this, just so you know. Like, I didn't, some of this was just like, oh, fuck, I didn't know about that. Okay. Like, uh, um, uh, medical tourism, I didn't know about. (laughs) This one was called. tell us that? The Dental Trip to Nuevo Progreso Meetup Group. (gasps) Oh, what? (laughs) And it was a group. To get people to pay money to go get Mexican dental work done. <laughs> Are these oh, people adrenaline junkies? I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who needs a safety net? Give it to me with, don't even numb me. Oh my god. <laughs> now spit. Um <laughs> here was okay. This group was created to bring together individuals from the Houston area who like to travel and also need dental work. Many of us all enjoy going to Mexico for fun, shopping, and to experience a unique culture. Every year, millions of Americans go to Mexico to take advantage of reasonably priced dental services. <laughs> Is your smile jacked? Do you like outlet stores? <laughs> <laughs> We got a meetup group for you. Uh, bienvenidos on meetup. Uh, oh my god! Okay, so this next one, this was just advertising a um, a service, and this was this this website does not work anymore. But it was NashvilleFantasyMaids.com. At and that is if you just Google Nashville Fantasy Maids, something comes up and it says house cleaning services with a twist. French maids, good clean fun. French I wonder maid services what the twist is for your parties. <laughs> I wonder what the twist is. Should we call? He and fixes just ask? the cable. Don't be fatuous, Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! When I was um, when I was when Craigslist was still a thing that I did um, to get apartments and stuff, mm-hmm. I uh, answered an ad that looked normal, 
Uh-oh. And then the immediately reply, without like knowing who I was, how old I was, what I looked like, anything, this person was like, well, the rent is this, but it is free if three week, three times a week you will clean the house naked and I can watch. He was, like, I don't want, he was like, I don't want anything else. I give you references. I'm not going to do anything else. You can stay at my house for free if you clean it three times a week naked and I can watch. And there was a moment where I was like, oh. Yeah. That's literally what happens in the pilot for Broad City, as I'm sure you recall. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, But I was also, like, bold. Like, go out there and ask for what you want and need, and maybe you'll find it. Right. Right. Um, Okay. Uh, I recommend Zydeco line dancing. Super fun. That was something that came. Oh, Zydeco. Yeah, I love Zydeco music. I used to teach a Zydeco unit when I was doing Jimboree music. Mm. Shockingly, it was my favorite one. That's amazing. Yeah, it was wonderful. Um, yeah, you get a lot of that in the South. I hear less Zydeco up here. Um, okay, so I guess ma- sexy maids were like in the zeitgeist at the time. Because this was for a place called Tomo Nico Maid Cafe. From the moment you walk in the door, maids and butlers will be ready to serve you and cater to your wishes. Our maids and butlers come from all walks of life. We've got a pirate butler, a wonderland maid, a teacher butler, a My Little Pony maid, a Pokemon trainer butler, a demoness maid, and so much more. Besides the tasty food and drinks you'll, you'll also find at a regular cafe, Tomo Nico Maid Cafe, you'll be able to play games, watch live performances... Samurai sword dancing and J Rock, anyone? And participate in raffles and auctions. This what year we the have a fuck slew. J Rock. Oh, it's like K-pop. It's Japanese. Rock. Oh, Japanese rock. Okay. Which I also learned J Rock and K-pop while I was working there. Um, I had no pop culture right. experience like when I was there, not at all. Um, this year we have a whole slew of voice actors coming as celebrity guests, including Crispin Freeman. Uh, whatever, including a bunch of people. Um. Tomonico.info. Uh, anyway, anyway, obviously this is not a group. This is a like an event experience that people are trying to uh, put forward. And I believe that maid cafes in Japan are, I think that they're not technically, you're not supposed to expect sex, but it's definitely a companionship thing. Like if you go to a maid cafe, you can pay for someone's time and they hang out with you. Obviously, when anything like that is happening, other things could be happening. And no shame in the game if they are happening. But once again, not a meetup group. (laughs) Uh, Right. (laughs) And then I I just put a link to ayahuasca. So apparently, maybe I didn't know about ayahuasca before that day. Um, oh, uh, are we familiar with the Gorian lifestyle? Hmm. Do Uh we know what this is? This is people who want to live a BDSM uh, lifestyle, but like usually it's 24 seven. So it came from, um, uh, Norman. Oh, John Norman's long running sword and planet novel series, Chronicles of Counter Earth. Of course it did. Um, uh, I know plenty of people who are totally into this, but it's, it's more than like, oh, I love you. We like to have sex, whatever. And now like scene, and now we're doing this power play and then end scene. This is, um, people who incorporate power dynamics and gender roles and, um, uh, stuff like that in their daily lives. 
Some of the adherents of this approach were prosecuted for leading coercive sex cults. Oops. So, like with anything else, there's always extremists. Sure. Yeah, of course there are. Um, And apparently, is Second Life still a thing? Do you remember that? I do remember that. They make a reference to it on The Office. I thought it was sort of like The Sims, but... Mm -hmm. It is? It totally is. Yeah, no, it's an immersive thing. I think that there's no real point. It's just like you go around and you make friends and stuff. Um, Huh. And, I mean, I'm sure at least half of it is sex, Apparently, um, there was a lot of Gorian role-playing in Second Life. Panther Girls? I don't know what that is. I'll come back and look at that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what an interrobang is? Yes. I did not. The the grammatical sign. Yeah, it's a punctuation mark. Um, I was I was just making sure there wasn't some other term that No, I mean, come on. Now there I, is. Well, now there is, right? I like right. a good interrobang. I feel very interrobang a lot. Internally interrobang. <laughs> it's like the combination of an exclamation point and uh and a question mark. So, uh if if it's notated both together, that's what that is. Right. Um what else is fun? Oh, apparently there's a soccer team called Tottenham Hotspur, which just made me laugh for like three hours. <laughs> it's just a, please say it out loud. Please say it. It's so fun. Tottenham Hotspur. Tottenham Hotspur. Yes. Did I do it right? Yeah, I don't know. Sure. <laughs> I didn't look it up that good. <laughs> um. Oh, I, I don't know if this is in here, but I do remember one of my favorite groups that I ever saw. There were a... Um, in defense of Satanists, um, I have friends who have been with the Church of Satan and are no longer with it or do their own thing. Satanists that I know are not are less about worshiping a deity that they believe is a dark lord and more about fucking shit up for organized religion. Mm-hmm. Like, they're the people who will go around to any place that's like, oh, I need to have um, uh, the... Uh, uh, Ten Commandments posted outside of my door and I am a person who works for the city. Then they go around and they're like, okay, well, I would like to post my Satan magic worship thing. Right, right. It's more about equalizing Mm -hmm. the the religious, oppressive, puritanical culture that we have been steeped in. And of course, there's all kinds of like occult spinoffs and whatever. My favorite thing that I saw on the site the whole time I worked there was this terribly filmed video of these people. It seemed like in a basement somewhere. And um, (laughs) they were wearing all of their robes and they were doing some sort of ritual. But the guy, his voice was like this. (laughs) And he was like, our dark master, who we worship with all of our hearts and souls. What? And it... Took forever. Like I tried to watch the whole thing. It was like twenty five minutes long, and I was like, "Fuck this! I got things to do." Um, no. But no, it was just people taking themselves very, very seriously in a ritual that didn't seem inspirational at all to me. Um. Let's see. What's what's slosh ball? I don't even remember what that is. Oh. Disappointment. 
that meetup group isn't around anymore. Oh, slosh ball is a drinking game. This sounds like fun. Uh, played like your typical softball or kickball rules with but a few twists. Instead of second beast, there is a keg of beer. <laughs> and I'm sure there are no more rules than that. Um, there's such a thing as underwater hockey, which you're going to love this. It's also called Octopush. <laughs> are these people they're all around us that's the beautiful thing about this is that everybody almost everybody is into one or two weird weird things and that's why meetup was so cool because you would be like who wants to play octopus with me and then five people would be like me that's me there was a huge group that used to go play quidditch in central park oh i'm of telling course you there was. i know i got to meet that organizer he was real sweet Ooh, ooh. Have you heard Have you heard of the term sexual transmutation? No. It's, it's the it's the philosophy of turning sexual energy into genius. I quite like that. Explain all of it. I don't know. These are literally just notes. You're going to I I can send you my notes and then Maybe we can this go is what we've been partner. texting about. <laughs> <laughs> Harnessing that sexual transmutation. Right. Geniuses, one and all. Oh, here's something I can talk a lot about. So, uh, have you heard of the healing power of Brezzo? No. Um, spelled B R A C O. Um, this is somebody that you you can just Google. I mean, be careful because you might either get hypnotized or healed under his gaze. It's this guy who looks like a middle school art teacher. <laughs> I think he's Italian. Um, and he's got like shoulder length salt and pepper hair and like kind of, oh shit, what was that dog? Was it Punky Brewster's dog that was always making the eyebrows? You remember that there was a famous TV dog that always looked sad and just made little eyebrows. Anyway, oh, yes. Imagine a sad dog. That's what he looks like. He looks like a sweet... He looks like someone you wouldn't necessarily want your daughter to date. <laughs> because <laughs> she would probably try to date him when she was much too young. But, like, he's got his picture taken with his arms. He's leaning his head on his arms on a, on a log like he's doing a glamour shot. Like, he's just so... He's a faith healer. He's sometimes called the gazer. Oh, he's Croatian. Okay. Um, he does not touch, speak to, or diagnose people. I believe that he took a vow of silence a while ago. These meetup groups were not to go see Brezzo in person. They were to get together in, like, an Omni conference center and get a jumbotron and sit there and watch a simulcast of him gazing. And that's all it is. He just stares. That's the whole thing. What? <laughs> right, oh. so the gazer. You t- you could do that. You could go to a live stream tomorrow. He's still doing this shit. He's here for you. He's not going to help you with your sexual transmutation, but maybe someone will find their chill through him. Who knows? I know. I know. This was me every uh-huh. single day with, with my mouth open being like, ha, ha, uh-huh. <laughs> um, oh, if you see the term, and again, this is might be outdated, but if you see it, V-E-G, and then um, an asterisk and an N, 
that looks like vegan, but if you uh-huh. see it with the asterisk, it's generally used when referring to a group of people that includes both vegetarians and vegans. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, um, that looks like I'd have to do some research. Ooh. Um, oh, from a, a meetup group that was specifically like pagan heathen. Um, uh-huh. they, they signed off with a, a phrase in frith, which means peace. Like, like sincerely, so-and-so in frith. I just liked it. Blessed tits. Blessed tits. <laughs> Blessed tits from the heathens. <gasps> um, did you know that there's men's roller derby? Why wouldn't there be? But, Why wouldn't there be? But have but, you heard of this at all ever? No, I guess my I guess I just never even thought about it. Um, all kinds of meditations. By the way, I'm skipping over them because I find it boring. But sure, like they yeah, give like, me the really weird shit. Tons and tons. Though, have you heard of singing bowls? That's actually kind of interesting. Uh, the crystal chakra bowls. I don't. Yes, they're bowls that make noise. Yeah, I don't know what they're made out of. I think I thought they were copper. Oh, I think you can do it. There are many ways to do it, and it's supposed to, like, harness and clean and clear energy. Yeah, it's a sound bath. And that, mm-hmm. that is actually very interesting to me because something happens to me when, you know where I don't like to be in loud places, but when you get that rumbling in your chest from vibrations that are happening around you, mm-hmm. I enjoy that. Uh, I want to take a little break here and just ask really quick if you... If you have ever gone to a meeting that was not what you thought it was, and then you were like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Oh, yes. Tell me. Oh, absolutely. Um, Well, when I I was like uh, 18, maybe the summer, maybe the summer before I... I had just turned 17 or 18 because I had my car and I was looking for a summer job and I got roped into a Cutco meeting. (gasps) No, baby! (laughs) And it was literally like me and two other teenagers in the room. That's so predatory. It's such bullshit. Do not send our children into people's private homes with a box of knives. What are you doing? Oh my God, please continue. I'm so sorry. And... Uh, so, so, we, so I, I mean, in the Cutco seminar, like once you got in there, it was like, it, I want to say six hours. It may not have been, but it sure as hell felt like it. Mm. I mean, you learned everything top to tails, but you didn't even know what you were doing when you walked in the room. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so there's that. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, also... There was, okay, when I was doing theater on the Lower East Side, when I was interning at a theater, there was a little old man. This man was easily in his late 70s, early 80s. And he was coming around to all of the, the, the storefronts, including my theater company, and giving us flyers. And he was like, I'm doing a one-man show around the corner on blah, oh. blah, blah. Would you like to come? And I was like... Oh, yes. Why, let me come to your show. I would love to. <laughs> and he's like, tickets are $6. I'm like, yes, sure. Bought two tickets for 6 bucks, whatever. And I was like, Andrew, we're going to go see this little old man's one-man show. It was nice. I wanted to support him, blah, blah, blah. It is at a studio space downtown. 
And we go into the studio and we go up to the whatever, the sixth floor, into the room with the ballet bars and, you know, the curtains are over the mirror. And it's me and Andrew and a bunch of young gay men. Cool. And this guy... My dream. Oh. First of all, he called himself Zeitgeist. <laughs> It was just him and a boombox. Yes. And this boombox played like fucking O Fortuna as essentially it was not a one-man show at all. It was him ranting about how God had chosen him to, to be the zeitgeist. And essentially it was one big anti-Semitic homophobic oh. uh, shucking. Chuck and Jive. Oh no. Uh-huh. And basic and so it's like two hours of him pretending to do this show where he's basically just espousing the the horrors of Jews and gays. <laughs> and he made y'all pay for that. That is some balls and a half. And like all uh every one of us is like, what the actual fuck are we going through? And then he presses stop on the boombox and is like, are there any questions? And of course the room is silent. Silent. And I'm trying to raise my hand and Andrew is pushing it down. (laughs) And I raise my other hand. And I'm like, I have a question. And I forget what the fuck I even asked him. But basically, no, I thought I was going to see, I was going to, I thought I was going to go see fucking 700 Sundays. And and you would have been the first person to see it. Who's that crazy pastor on the 700 Club or whatever? Pat Robertson. Yep. Instead, I was that, that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That is very upsetting. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was so awful. So, yes, to answer your question, knives and anti-Semitism. And homophobia. All of it. Jesus. So, one of the biggest issues at Meetup, if you created a Meetup group and it wasn't right, like, whether it just wasn't, we would say the term was, like, it's not Meetup-y enough, which is, like, it just doesn't get it, but it was also kind of hard to explain to people what it was, what meetup was. <laughs> so mm-hmm. if you didn't get the joke and you were trying to create something that wasn't in the um, spirit of the platform, then it would just get taken down. Um, also, if you violated the terms of service, but like we never told anybody why, why your meetup group was getting shut down. And the specific reason for that is it's just like if you, if you therapize a sociopath, you make them a better sociopath. Like, we don't want to teach people what they're doing wrong so they can hide it. Uh, right, you know I mean? exactly. Yes, so yes, that yes. was painful at times when people were real close to being okay. Um, and every so often we would be allowed to intervene. But um, we, the worst thing that I ever saw while I was there, and this got shut down so many times, and this guy kept creating new, um, how you say, uh, logins. Um, and then we shut down a bunch of his IP addresses and it looked like he was going to libraries or something. This guy was really, really, really into making whatever this meetup group was. And one of them, I will describe the last one that I remember getting shut down. It was, he was British and it was some sex thing, which again, not, I used to fight for the kink groups. Um, unless it was like explicitly like 
uh, oh, I did close down a, meet, a meetup group that was just a one, one-off M-M-M-M-M-M-F uh, gangbang. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you're not, you're not creating community. It's just not, it's not, you're not creating community. I'm God. sorry. However, any of the other groups that were that were sexually oriented, whether it was just like come learn how to do shibari, um, like kink rope tying, which you better learn how to oh, do that yeah. right. Fucking learn how to do that. Don't just oh, sit shit. at home and try to do that and wind up with a slip knot and you fucking cut your partner's leg off. Um, but any of the groups where there was like a hint that there might be a play party afterwards. So kinky people will get together and sometimes be like, look, I have this fun outfit or I have this new flogger or like it's a class or it's just a munch, which is like everybody has their clothes on and then they just talk to each other and you meet people. Um, <clears throat> and a play party usually implies that there is some sort of contact, whether or not people are naked. It's, it's up to the community. I would fight for these groups because mm-hmm. regardless of whether or not you feel like sex is an okay thing to have, <laughs> um, these people are definitely fostering community. Like I don't know anyone who fosters community like that. Um, this guy was not doing that. It was like, oh, perhaps we will all go uh, and have a rendezvous at a local pool, and the ladies will be in the deep end, and the gentlemen will be in the shallow end, and then perhaps someone will blah, 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 and then we'll all have a giggle. So it was all this, like, perhaps and maybe bullshit, and there was always <laughs> giggling, and it was a different... You know whose voice I can hear saying oh, it? Oh, no, Who? Who's fucking narrating it? It's Edgar. Oh, and then we'll all have a giggle and perhaps. <laughs> oh, fuck the NPR guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Edgar. Yeah. And then we'll all have a good, a jolly giggle. Hmm. Yeah, That's for right. sure. For sure. And it was horrifying like every every, each one was weirder than the next to the point where it really made you feel like someone was either on heavy drugs or a a genuine like skin wearing throwing a girl in the well kind of person like (laughs) I was like also also don't tell me that maybe we're going to a pool and maybe having sex in a in a public pool what that's also illegal anyway um Um, I closed down a meetup group, I think I mentioned this last time, where people were like, let's go hunting cats in Prospect Park. Let's go kill all the stray cats together in Prospect Park. Oh, fuck, what? I also, I know, I also, when I was working, um, on a weekend and I was the only one who was working, I came across a group that sounded very much like someone was trying to traffic their child or a child. (gasps) Oh, no. And I looked at it, and I looked at it, and until I couldn't look at it anymore. Because we weren't supposed to close them on our own when I was... I didn't have the uh, authority to do that. But I knew how to get into the system and do it. Um, So I called everybody I could call, and I messaged everybody I could message. And finally, I just sent out a huge email to all of the supervisors. And I was like, this is what it is. I take full responsibility. If you don't think it's what I'm seeing, that's fine. But I'm shutting this down. And here is this person's all of their information, including their IP address. Like, here you go. And I don't know what happened after that, but I believe, oh, God. I believe that um, authorities were... It was awful. So, little things oh, like that's... that. Oh, but then, no. But then perhaps you might just learn about um, sun, sun and Star Children. Do you know about Star Children? This seems like something that might actually be up your alley. 
I do not. Uh, so <clears throat> the particular one that I'm I real saw excited. over and over and over and over again. There's a number of different kinds of star children. There's crystal children, rainbow children, incarnated angels, elementals, wise ones. Um, indigo children is the one I saw over and over and over again. Um, what are the traits of an indigo child? <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, creative, curious, um, psychic empaths, um, rebelled in school, uh, voracious sense of equality, natural leaders, problem solvers, anxious, oh. anxious, intuitive, focused, um, possibly telekinetic, curious knowledge oh, seekers. Shit. Yeah. So when I looked at this, I was like, oh. <laughs> I think that's me. So anyway, to learn more about this, look up um, Indigo Children or Star Children. Oh, Um, my God. Oh, 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 Indigo Children. Right, right, right. Yes, I've looked at it a little bit. Little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Basically, it's it's all of us coming together uh, after we've been separated from the facility in Montauk, right? (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay. Fucking Camp Hero. Uh Camp Hero? Sure. Camp, Camp Hero, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's amazing. Yep, that makes sense. Um, this was a red letter day during which I, I learned all of these words. Stand up paddling, which is now something that everybody kind of knows about. It's, you, you right. You ride on that thick surfboard like a... Uh-huh. I'll never have that kind of balance in my whole life. Um, <laughs> sky-clad pagans. Take a guess. Take a wild guess. I mean, do you wear constellation capes? Nope, just naked. Naked pagans. Naked pagans! Naked, which is also fun to say. <laughs> naked pagan. Guys, uh, free band names just here, just oh, laying at your feet. For sure. <laughs> um, cash flow, which was some sort of thing that was sort of like a networking thing, but possibly an MLM. Um, also, the first time sure. I saw the word co-working was that day. <clears throat> Um, there was a group on erotic lactation. It's <laughs> exactly what it sounds like. And underneath it, you'll like this. Uh, I put, um, asterisk, 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 right? A spoon river of meetup organizers. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. <laughs> um, there was one organizer. So if I, if I looked into somebody's account, I could see what other groups they also ran. And at the time you could run three different groups under the same organizer dues um and this one lady had a little girl pageant meetup group like all of our daughters are in pageants let's get together and be catty about that i suppose and then she also ran a cougars and cubs group for older ladies who liked to meet yes and i thought that combination was amazing um oh do you know of the term um other kin other kin. Mm-mm. So I believe it is people who, it's a subculture. Okay, well, Wikipedia. I'll just tell you what Wikipedia says. Uh, a subculture who socially and spiritually identify as not entirely human. Um, can go all over the place from that, like the people who have uh, surgery to make themselves look more like a cat. Um, sure. People who identify as a fairy or an elf. Or I think that um, there's some lycanthropy thrown in there. Um, 
Some other kin consider themselves to be part of the larger trans identity movement, seeing themselves as trans species. Mm-hmm. I would like to read 18 think pieces on that. Um, and again, uh, this is not meant to make fun of people. This is just things where I was no, like, No, sure. Shit, Interesting what? things that are not at all in the collective unconscious. Right. Um, oh, there was a bunch of that orgasmic meditation stuff that you, that you, that I listened to the actual doc Yes! On. There was course. a bunch of stuff with that. And a, a girl who, who you also know, who I'll tell you later, um, who I was sitting near, I was like, oh, do you know about this? Apparently, like, you just get matched up with somebody and then they just, like, rub your clit for a while. <laughs> and she was like, oh, yeah, I did that at Burning Man. <laughs> Oh, fucking amazing. Oh, oh my God. wow. <laughs> um, there are people who wanted to get together to talk about RH negative blood, which uh, the highest concentration, this actually, I don't know if this is real. RH negative blood occurs in the Basque people of northern Spain and southern France and in the eastern oriental Jews. Only 15% of the entire world's population is known to have RH negative blood factor. Uh, yeah, this feels like it's, it's getting some yucky pure blood things. Oh, no. <clears throat> um, would you like to take a guess at the word fartlek? I've heard it before. I can't remember. No guesses? Fartlek. <laughs> I feel like... Please just keep saying it. It's something that you happen upon in the fucking Shire in Scotland. <laughs> no, but um, I a, a farton, F-A-R-T-O-N, that uh, usually come glazed are a like a penis-shaped donut thing that I have seen. For no, real? Yeah. They yeah. don't have a better name? I mean, not in whatever language that is from. I mean, <laughs> it's not like a it's not like a deep south thing. I don't want to confuse you. It's not. <laughs> it's not mm. like John wants some biscuits and gravy and some fartons. <laughs> of course you do. I mean, you do. <laughs> they look delicious. Um, fartlek is a uh, a term for um, continuous training with interval training, like running. It's some sort of workout bullshit. Um, oh, that is not nearly as great as I thought it was. No, no. Ah, uh, what else is in here? Oh, hypnofertility. Hypnobirthing. Oh, shit. I had a... Oh, this was good. I had um, a meetup group that was just... In, we set, shut it down because it was an advertisement. But it was a woman who did something that I know a lot of people who have actually hired people to do, which is bring a food dehydrator to your house. And then you're like, oh, here's my placenta. And then she dries out your placenta and puts it in a little capsule so you can eat it afterwards. Because it's supposed oh. to be good for you. I mean... <laughs> I, I've heard tell of some people actually having to, like, smuggle their placenta out of hospitals because it's, bi- it's bio-waste. And a lot of places, yeah. it's not like... Like, some places won't even... If you get a tooth pulled, you can't keep it. Like... <laughs> <laughs> um ooh, ooh, February fifteenth just says erotic hypnosis. Hi. Oh my ooh, god, shit. yes. Shit, look at this. Yes, please, yes, please, yes, please, yes, please. This might be the best 
she attempts to read in a straight face. <clears throat> so the group was called, and I believe DMV is a certain area or maybe around DC or Atlanta, I forget. Legal Delmarva, right? Shh. DMV Delmarva? But I don't know. Maybe. I think that's what it is. Feels good to me. Legal slaves in DMV, foot fetishes. <laughs> that seems pretty straightforward, right? I mean, sure. <laughs> and the weird part, again, is not Of all the that. words that I would use, I don't know straightforward is the one. But you know what you're going to get. Yes. You're not going to accidentally sign up and wind up in a pool with someone giggling at you. You know what I mean? Like it's not going to be. <laughs> Perhaps. If you're there, you're there for that. And God bless. And you found your friends. And you will have wonderful foot slave play. So this is a group interested, for those interested in racial role play, race humiliation, kicking, trampling, and of course bondage. Members. <clears throat> mem- Jesus Christ. Wait, nope. Hang on to it. No, 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 no. Okay. Members of this group will receive various business opportunities plus a 30% discount off all flights and hotel packages. here and just say that while I was working there, and I mean, this might be a bit of an indictment, um, I became known for, when you sign up for Meetup, it's like, what's your real name? Again, don't know what it says now, but it encouraged you to be as real as possible on the platform. Now, with that, there was no explanation of how your privacy worked. Mm. And I guess when people sign up for singles groups or herpes support groups or, I don't know, uh, legal slaves with foot fetishes who also (laughs) want a discount on flight and hotel packages, completely visible, front-facing, if someone Googled Jen Ponton and you belonged to that meetup group. Oh, no! Bitch, that came up in a query. And if you did not want it there anymore, you had to submit a cash clear to Google and it could take seven to ten days. Oh, God. So the thing that I got the emails about the most, which really broke my heart, was for um, herpes dating groups. Now, oh, of course. People with herpes like to meet other people with herpes. It's a very stigmatized yes. condition, and it's something that it's, I mean, it's got, it's great that people even want to do that, or like, I don't want to spread right. it to other people. I want to be yeah, honest yeah, with definitely. people and like see if I can find the person. Oh, oh so God. many people over and over calling up fucking crying i mean the people who were just in singles groups that were like i can't have people see that i'm in that like uh i mean are i'm not gonna even ask what your marital status is but it doesn't sound like the issue is that you're married and you don't want people to know it sounds like you're embarrassed that you're in a singles group online which welcome to the wave of the future you're actually a very forward-thinking person congratulations yeah yeah <laughs> but i um i remember Mm, cool. Can't remember his name now. There was a very famous author who came in and he was talking a lot about 
how as um, as a company that we're all sort of obligated to take care of the people who use a product. And everyone was nodding and nodding and being like, oh, yes, yes, take care of the people who use the product. And I was like, raise my hand. And I was like, excuse me, what do you think our responsibility is here to explain to people how very public all of this stuff is? And this guy, he's, I mean, he's written, you would recognize the books that he's written. And he was fucking aghast. And from that moment on, I was like, I was the herpes girl. I was... Like, the girl who was going to bring up the thing that was going to be like, oh, this shit again. And I that was when I started being like, well, I don't really. Yeah. It was important to me. That made me really sad. Yeah. Do we want people to, did. we want people to find other people anyway, whatever. But it wasn't just that, like, ugh. Anyway. Um, oh, brony porn. Here we go. Reddit.com. Cringe pics. Clip clop. Oh, clip clop. Sorry. Clop clop. Sure, you can find it. If that's what you're looking for, you probably already have it. Um, oh. (laughs) We're not introducing you to anything new. (laughs) Wow. Mm. This is for something called female contentment. I charge $25 for coffee and chat for an hour. We can meet at your favorite coffee shop. Just holding your hand will make you tingle all over. Yes, it is amazing feeling. You feel the warmth from my soul flow through your body. From your head to your toes. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> um, well, here was wow. another here was another group where it was it seemed to be a bunch of online gamers who wanted to pool their resources so that they could all bring their mail order brides over at once. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'll still laugh at that. I think it's weird. I don't think it's nice to buy someone from another country and make them come have sex with you. It's not nice. No. It's clearly not... I can't fathom that it's something that anyone would do unless they felt backed between a rock and a hard place. Right. (laughs) Or they're super into that. Or they're... And that's okay. But... uh, However... I don't think that's the I don't think that's the grand majority. No. Oh, this was really this was really fucking interesting. And actually I kind of want to write to Karen and Georgia and tell them about this. Ooh. This was something that came up so many times for me. And finally they put an actual really good um description of it. I still don't really know if it's above board, but at least it made sense finally. Um there was this group called Tiny Stars. Tiny Stars is a non-government agency that raises money, like Bucket Brigade style, um, like standing outside it uh, mm-hmm. intersections, to hire agents from Covert Intelligence, intelligence Services, CIS, um, a private agency of former CIA, NSA, Interpol, and KGB and Delta Force operatives. Agents build cases against extreme human rights abusers. Our mission, and your mission if you choose to accept it, will be to help fund agents. Hundreds of them. And my personal note was, what are they doing here? Are they keeping the money? If your child shows up and they try to, like, stand up with a bucket somewhere, are they going to get kidnapped? <laughs> like, uh, bucket brigades to help private investigators help Interpol? So that's bananas. It's super weird, right? So that's yes. something that we absolutely um, let go at some point. 
Um, Jesus. <sighs> oh, this was great. In the in the UK, this group wanted to put together a ladies' vintage tea party in aid of acid attack survivors. <laughs> oh my God! I don't want there to be enough women to make that a thing. Oh. I don't want that to have to be a fucking meetup. No. Ugh. Ew. Jesus Christ. What the fuck is this? Uh. Oh, no. There was just a cucumber sandwiches meetup group. And in, in Wikipedia at the end, it was talking about cucumber sandwiches and, like, the life of leisure. By contract, by contrast, people of the era's lower working classes were thought to prefer a coarser but more satisfying protein-filled sandwich in a meat tea that might substitute for supper. What that means is mm. having protein at 4 o'clock instead of a later dinner. But all I saw was meat tea, and I almost hurt. Nope. <laughs> so this was a nudist group and I used to fight for the nudist groups all the time and I will I this is funny I don't care who you are let's plan to meet at 3 p.m. at the children's playscape area look for the nearly nude couple painted like Tigger and Rabbit <laughs> Lithromantics this is fascinating have you heard this and all like on the spectrum of like asexual to demisexual um, What's a lithro? I've heard it before and I don't know. So the definition at this time are individuals who experience romantic love but who do not desire their feelings to be reciprocated. Lithromantic people avoid dating and romantic relationships entirely, but we're happy and free-spirited. So if you want a person to be neutral with you and like you as a person, well, then join this group. Both romantic experiences may include feeling romantic attraction that fades upon being reciprocated. Oh, if that's actually happened to me, I don't identify as this, but <laughs> definitely. Oh, have you ever done that? Um, I mean, yes, but I feel like only when I knew that the crush wouldn't make sense if it actually... Yeah. Right? Like, if you have a crush and you know that it's just a crush because anything further than that would be completely foobar, right. them liking you back is like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just think about this weird thing in my head that is never going to happen. Oh, fuck. No, 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 no. <laughs> Shut the door. Well, that was most of <laughs> my everything. Um, I ha I did have a couple of those, yeah, yeah. for sure, yeah. for sure. This is, and I don't think I would have realized that I wouldn't want it to happen until it happened. No, you know? uh -uh. no, and then right. you're like, oh wait, I got it. No, I don't want it. <laughs> but that's not that's not quite what this is. Um, right. Feeling romantic attraction, but preferring not to act on it. Mine mine usually came from, uh, like when I had a crush on a guy who wore red Converse and I talked to him and I was like, oh, you're an idiot. But then I flirted with him so hard that he liked me back. I was, that was just, that was just poor judgment on my part. Um, right. Very low bar I was setting for myself. It's like, it's not a thing we seek out to feel. Obviously, people who identify as this seek to feel that way. Fantasizing about romance, but preferring, preferring it only in theory, not in practice. I get it. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I bet there's a lot yeah. more people. Oh, remember how when we were at the reading of that movie and they were talking about stone lesbians? Mm 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that would probably fall somewhere near this vicinity, right? This says the word lithromantic coined by Ian Stop Anthropomorphizing Me on Tumblr comes from the Greek word lithos, which means stone. This is an allusion to the stone sexual identity, which originated mm. with butch lesbians and transmasculine people. Mm. That is fascinating. It is fascinating. Uh, it's just like a, a never-ending set of nesting dolls, honestly. Sure. <laughs> a Mobius loop of nesting dolls. Yes, exactly. <laughs> a daisy chain, if you will, of nesting yes. dolls. A uh, circle jerk of nesting dolls. Um, <laughs> ecosexual. There's a meetup group for that. There probably is. <laughs> Do you know about ecosexuals? Nope. I sure don't. A growing number of people around the world, particularly here in the Pacific Northwest, are advocating for a change in the way we relate to the Earth, to think of the Earth as not as our mother, but instead as our lover. These people call sure. themselves ecosexuals, and they embrace both the Earth body and the human body as worthy of our respect and love. Whoa, whoa. Mm. I would like to know how that culminates. <laughs> um, Meetup group for people who want to... Um, fuck trees. No, no. I moved on from that. We're done with that. Yes, that's fuck absolutely yellow jacket that holes in the ground. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> careful out there, ecosexuals. <laughs> Real careful. Ooh. Don't forget Yeesh. the hairy stuff on trees is poison ivy. Ah. <laughs> uh, 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 this is <clears throat> this is called uh, stone crotch. There's, there's a trend in some Asian countries in improving male potency by smashing the pelvic area with kicks, logs, or any device. That can't be real. Uh, by which I mean, of course people do it. It, however, cannot actually result yes. in further fertility? What are they going Penile for? Penile strength and sexual prowess. No. No. Your junk just looks like SpaghettiOs. That's oh, it. Oh, No. No. Yeah, the video is just a bunch of people knocking each other in the dick with like a battering ram. <laughs> the fact that it's not accompanied by a bunch of guys going, ooh, 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 <laughs> is kind of amazing. <laughs> 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 oh my god, I got this was really great. I here's something it's, that I feel okay to make people feel bad about. You're not a vampire. Like, you're not. There aren't actual Are you confirming with me? Vampi- wait, I'm just, wait. no, I'm just saying to the world, <laughs> I would believe that maybe you're a fairy or an elf. That's fine. You're, you're not vampires. There aren't fucking vampires. And if you're going around doing vampire things, that's illegal. So cut it the fuck out. Like, if you are a person who drinks blood and that's your thing, yes. But you do not actually have fangs in your mouth unless you have them put in, like, if you want to fantasize about vampiric stuff and cannibalism and drinking blood, God bless. Do all of those things. But do not write me a fucking email because we took away the black background on your meetup group and say, now I must console the vampires in my group who have been burned by the reflection from the screen. Have oh, a wonderful day. No. And may your bright screens illuminate your life so fully you cannot sleep. Because I'm going to fucking iron crotch you. That's what I'm going to do. 
gonna let you stand on the rock of nobility about not yucking anyone's yum? How fucking nerdy are these people? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh. <laughs> it's like comic book man from The Simpsons. Uh, yeah. I really, like, that is that is who composed that email. You know what it is? Email. It's all religion. And it's that's why it's upsetting. Like, no matter what you're <sighs> doing, if you are so far over here that you can't, that you think everyone has to do things your way, and I, <laughs> I know that social justice warriors get that too, but, like, fucking learn how to exist in the world. And if you are existing in a niche <laughs> thing that is genuinely not something you were born into... Right. Right. And you know damn well that you need to eat a piece of bread in order to get your shit together you for know, the day. Oh, that was also another thing. People who eat sunshine, that was a meetup group for people who starve themselves for like days at a time and all they do, they like expose themselves to the sun and get wicked fucking sunburns as their meditation. You go fuck yourself too. Oh, no, no, mm-hmm. no. That's what? a cult. That's a cult. That's of course it is. And you oh, have a mental no. illness. And there's nothing oh, wrong with mental call illness. Call your dad. Call your dad. You're in a cult. Um, <laughs> and I want to end with a funny one, but I want to tell you about the reborn dolls real quick because that was a lot of, that was something that came through. And this genuinely makes me heartbroken. As a person oh. who never really wanted a child, <clears throat> I understand that there are people who definitely desperately want them and cannot have them. Um, and there are, if you look up reborn baby dolls, they're realistic looking newborn baby dolls. Like they're supposed to have the same weight and wobbly feel to them. They look amazing. They look beautiful. And there are, I don't like where this is going. Well, no, it's just sad. It's like, it's like, I'm sure that you've seen cats who have had their babies taken away and then you give them a stuffed animal that looks like a kitten and then they take care of that kitten. No, I've never seen that. Oh, what the fuck? Well, you're not... What do people do to animals? Oh, wait, I don't want anyone to answer that question. No. I don't want a single no, fucking don't. person to answer that shit. <laughs> but um, a lot of people feel like they want a newborn and either can't have one or don't have one or for whatever reason... This is not just a doll. This is a surrogate. Like, this is something oh. that you can hold and love and dress it's up. It's a psychological coping It tool. really is. Um, yeah. It can be jarring to people on the street if they think you have a real baby and then they realize Who that shouldn't be outside? It's a doll. Well, I mean, now. I didn't mean now. Oh, well, isn't there also, like, like shouldn't babies kind of not... Really be out if I for a long time. What do anyway, I know? I don't know shit about babies. I am. <laughs> I was under the impression that like it's it's not great. Like it's not the worst thing on earth, but you kind of just leave your baby home for a while. I mean, by itself. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Can't move yet. We've got the monitor. Where's it gonna go? <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Uh, that feels like much more of a southern thing than a northern thing. What are you gonna do? What are you all gonna do? Um, uh, but yeah, these were meetup groups for people. <laughs> threatening. These were meetup groups for people who were collectors of these dolls and wanted to get together and like talk about their talk about their babies. And it was so sad. 
And I saw them over and over and over again. Um, I closed a meetup group from a man who claimed to be selling um, a cure for AIDS. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, Oh, God. That's fucking horrible. Yeah. Real horrible. Um, Oh, tons of, like, would-be cult leaders... Over and over again. Sure. Oh, um, my favorite sure. thing that I think I ever learned about was bachata. Do you know bachata? I know that word, oh. but I don't know what it means. It is a very, very sexy kind of dance. Yeah. <sighs> yes. Okay. <sighs> I remember I was watching it at my desk and I was looking around. I was like, people can see me looking at this at my desk. I'm <laughs> looking at it. It's like tango times 20. And then, oh, come on. It is so hot. <laughs> if ever I was like, I don't know, just rather than going take salsa lessons, <laughs> if mm-hmm. I was like, I'm a single person and I need to meet people, no, it would be ch- bachata all the way. Nice. Um, and uh, I think the last thing that I want to talk about is um, a lady in the Midwest and what she did was, and they kept wanting us to close it down because it looked like a service, but I wound up talking to her on the phone. So she helps, um, she helps older trans women transition. So people who come out later on in life and perhaps don't understand what, how they want to present as femme or, Mm -hmm. um, people who have thought about doing this, who they are their entire lives and have never ever presented as as a woman in in public or anywhere Mm -hmm. who haven't even like Mm -hmm. played with makeup or put on um right it's been a solely interior journey up till this point that she works with them and who aren't necessarily concerned about passing as female Mm -hmm. she would talk about like different eras of fashion and like if you want to wear those shoulder pads i understand it makes you feel slightly more feminine like triangle shaped but like maybe or not shoulder pads hit like hip a peplum or something like that mm, if, mm-hmm, if you're going mm-hmm. for a specific silhouette because you feel like it's going to make you look more feminine just know that it might make you also look dated i remember that was something sure. she was talking about and it just the fact that i couldn't explain the value of that to my immediate supervisor ah uh... i was like i don't <laughs> always intrepid always intrepid that's you but it, it, it kind of makes me want to do that also. Yeah. I have so many. I have, I know, like, five friends who are currently transitioning to female right now. And I don't know. I feel like once we can all get close enough to each other to feel okay about putting eyelashes on each other, maybe that's something <laughs> that I'll do. Um, do you have any questions? I know that was basically me taking a big breath and then just spouting a bunch of random shit at you. I think we should go eat some fucking sunshine, my friend. I got some people who I'd like to tell to go eat some sunshine. Tell you that for sure. Uh, Eat some sunshine right on off. (laughs) (laughs) It was fascinating. It was, it was such a, it's, it was such a cool little glimpse into people's worlds of passion. Oh my God. Yes, of course it was. Oh my God. Of course that was your job. Uh (sighs) Until it was fascinating. Oh, what a great I felt like an anthropologist. Yes. Well, right. And that's kind of just who you are on the daily. Oh, Whether yes, you're getting paid for it or not. For so, God yeah. Damn sure. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs>
curious. I'm endlessly curious about the human conditioning. Collecting stories. Mm -hmm. Collecting stories. Mm -hmm. Over and over and over. Yep. Yep. Cool. I love cool it. beans. Cool beans. That was a that was a ridiculously wonderful dollop. Oh, I just was gonna say I went on a trail mix rampage last night for no good reason because I had a giant dinner and then I was like, you know how sometimes you just eat and you come to and you've got like a fistful of something coming at your face and you're like, oh no, <laughs> how did we get here? <laughs> yeah. That happens yes. less and less to me, but that happened last night and I was like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> I made a, uh, uh, I did an Instacart um, delivery and I ordered a couple of gluten-free um, barbecue chicken pizzas from CPK. Fun. Because uh, they do them frozen. Mm -hmm. But of course, you know, stock is weird. So my shopper subbed it for a gluten-free four cheese from Freshetta, but I hadn't. Um, I hadn't vetted their gluten-free crust, uh -oh. and so I wasn't sure if it would be good. I made one last night. It was spectacular. <gasps> nice. But no. it was so big, and I'm accustomed to just eating a whole frozen pizza oh. because the usual size of them is, you know, like, totally fine. Manageable, Perfect. yeah. <laughs> this was maybe one slice too many. Oh, wow. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I've just eaten so much cheese and oil. Oh, good. It was good, mm. but much like your much like your jaunt to um, Pizza Hut, I probably, <laughs> like, I, I crashed out hard. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Mm -hmm. We're all learning things about ourselves right now. So many. I have to go to a birthday Zoom, so I'm going to go ahead and bounce. That sounds great. We love you, fuck buddies. We love our fuck buddies. <laughs> Making it real weird for you and for us. Yay. If you ever went to a weird meetup that wasn't what you thought it was going to be, please tell us all about it. Oh, my God. For real. Any kind, like, like an actual meetup, company meetup, or officially oh, any yeah. other weird thing. Or, yes. Any Sur other, uh, a timeshare. Surprise church. Cutco. Surprise church. Yep, all of them. All of them. Please send them on down. We need it. <laughs> Bring it on down to meet up, Bill. <laughs> Did Pat Robertson sing that? What? <laughs> I said, hey, bring it, bring it down. Bring it on down. Bring it down. I don't know what people do in church. <laughs> well, clearly not, because mine was from an SNL sketch. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ on a trike. Alright. Talk to you Love later, Clinton. Bye bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>